Have you ever felt like you're living your life for others instead of for yourself? Do you ever feel like you're wearing a mask just to please others? What if I were to tell you that by breaking free from these people-pleasing tendencies, you could start living the life of authenticity and fulfillment that you so desire. Welcome to the Confidence Council Podcast. This show is designed for high-achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea, but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. Welcome back to the show. My name is Monica Burkhoff. I am your confidence, purpose, and mindset coach. And today on the show, we are talking about people-pleasing. And in this episode, we're going to dive into just what it means to be a people-pleaser, unraveling some of the psychological roots around people-pleasing. I'll tell some of my own stories around this, where I picked up this type of behavior. We'll explore the profound impact that people-pleasing has had on my life, good and bad. Um, And then we'll uncover, I guess, the way forward and the path to get you back to authenticity and reclaiming control of your own life and determining what empowers you and who you are outside of making sure other people are happy. So let's dive in. You know, something that's really important for me and something that I've been really exploring over the past few years and a huge part of the reason that I started this podcast is to figure out exactly who I am. If you've heard some of my story before or if you've been listening for a while now, you know that I had kind of my awakening, we'll call it, or my aha moment after I had my first child, when I was off on maternity leave, away from being a lawyer, when I started to really ask myself questions like, who are you? What do you want? And just having this human now rely on me, looking up to me, I wanted to be an example for him of what it means to be authentic, to follow your dreams to show them that you can do anything. And it all starts with being it because you can say it all you want, but being it and showing him and well now both of them that you can be or do anything that you want. It has to start with action because you can say it till you're blue in the face, but until you're living it and they can experience it and witness it, is when it actually, I think, will make a significant difference. You know, I was always told, I think I was told, you know, you can do anything, you're smart, you know, um, but I never, maybe I didn't witness my parents living that out per se for themselves, you know, choosing a family or, you know, my mom choosing not to go to school when we were younger or pursuing her own passions to support us to make sure we had, you know, she was saying one thing, but living another with a lot of sacrifice, a lot of people pleasing. And so I've been on my own little journey investigating what this has meant for me, what I have picked up 
and started asking myself questions of, am I people pleasing? How has people pleasing shown up in my life? Because I feel more than anything, when you're on a personal development journey, it's not so much about finding yourself. It's about peeling off the layers of of what you've been conditioned to think you are or that you're supposed to be. And the whole premise behind this show is kind of getting back to your authenticity. And I believe that in order to do that, we need to start becoming aware of all the different layers that we're wearing and to get back to the root of self. So when I look back at my own life, I'm 36, I think, 36 or 37. I can never remember. I was born in 87. I think I'm 36. Anyway, please don't judge me for this. Um, Looking back in my own life, even from the career I chose down to what sports I played in high school, there is a theme that I am noticing now as an adult that is popping up for me. And it makes me sad for myself. And let me just explain. So working backwards, I'm a lawyer right now. I've been a lawyer for 11 years. And the reason I became a lawyer was because my older sister said she wanted to be a lawyer. And she told me that I wasn't smart enough to be a lawyer. And so I'm a lawyer now, and she's not. I'm a lawyer now because I wanted Well, A, I had no direction of my own. I didn't know who I was. And so I followed her or her perceived goal. I said, okay, that sounds like a good enough goal for me. And on top of that, I had the motivation of she says I can't do it. So watch me, right? So my career is because my sister said at first she wanted to be a lawyer. And if you guys have been following the podcast, she's now a spiritual psychic medium, which is so, so far from a lawyer it's laughable. And um, she is being, she has been authentic to herself. I am now recognizing, looking back, and I have been the follower. And so that, so the first example is just career. My sister said she wanted to be a lawyer. And so I wanted to be a lawyer. Going back a little bit in high school, my sister was a year older than me. So when I was a freshman, she was a sophomore. So Sophomore year, she tried out for cheerleading. So I tried out for cheerleading. She didn't make it, but I did. I went on to be a cheerleader for four years. I made all of my friends do cheerleading or a lot of them. And I'm not, you know, I don't regret doing that. But again, that was something else that was led by her. So she did it. She didn't end up doing it, which is funny because it's the same thing happened with the law. But then I ended up kind of stuck in it, right? And then going back even more, I'm pulling up examples of, you know, at one point, I think she died like the bottom of her hair black or like Christina Aguilera on that dirty video. So I did that. I'm literally now thinking of that um, clip in Mean Girls where she's like, Regina wears flip-flops and belly skirts. And so I wear flip-flops and belly shirts or whatever. And I'm literally... I was such, I'm looking back now, almost a little embarrassed to say out loud how much of a follower I was. And then, so taking it back even further, I'm trying to think, where did this come from? You know, other than idolizing your older sibling, or maybe it was like a neighbor on the block if you're an only child or a cousin, it's got, it's, it has to be a little deeper. And so I've been doing a little bit of like journaling around this and trying to get to the root of it. And what I think my root is, is I 
obviously grew up with my sister and I, she was always a better student than me. And I was always being compared to her. She got an A, why didn't you get an A? And I always thought that if I were more like her, I would be more lovable. And I molded myself to be like her, betraying who I am. And it's like, you know, it's kind of making me sad. It's bringing up a little bit of emotion, like betraying who I am because I thought that my parents would love me more if I was more like her. So then, you you know, I have to kind of think about like, I don't regret any decision that I've made. I don't regret becoming a cheerleader. I made some of my best friends that way. I don't regret going to law school and becoming a lawyer because I have got, you know, have learned so many skills, made so many um, interesting connections, have helped so many people, have have made an impact in a way that feels has has felt super fulfilling for me. But I, I can't help but think like what life could have been if I was more myself. I'm sorry, I'm like getting super emotional and I'm also <laughs> super pregnant. Um, so that I'm going to blame that a little bit on the hormones. But this is like kind of a big aha vulnerable moment for me. Like I don't regret where I am now. I have, you know, I think that everything takes you to a certain place and you're, I'm supposed to be where I am right now because without my path, I wouldn't have met my husband because I wouldn't have been out with those friends. Right. And I, that I met in cheerleading and I, I wouldn't have my babies and I wouldn't live in this house and I wouldn't have this beautiful, blessed life that I live, but I can't help but think like, what else could I have been or what other direction could I have gone? And so I'm super on board with figuring out exactly who I am and who I was born as and who I was chameleoning myself to not be. And I could just keep telling myself, like, I am lovable as I am. And I'm just trying to get to the root of who am I still, you know, I think it's a lifelong journey. But if you haven't had this kind of, you know, reflection, take that time now and and think about these things. You know, are you are you in a career because you wanted to please your parents? Are you in a relationship not speaking your truth or not being yourself during arguments because you're afraid that they won't love you? if you really are who you, who you are. Uh, we only have one life, right? And so I think it's super important to kind of get to the root of who are you and what do you want out of this life? Because it's your life at the end of the day. And um, I think it's it's been pretty eye-opening for me to kind of go down this journey and put these patterns together and recognize this life that I've strung together based on wanting to be loved by my parents and wanting to be, you know, not, not wanting to be perceived as less than because I wasn't exactly how my sister was. And so I don't want that for my children. And so an example, you know, I've got a almost two and a three-year-old. The three-year-old is now starting to play by himself. And I've noticed the two-year-old is now kind of, you know, if I'm making dinner or something or breakfast, he's hanging around in the kitchen, wants to be held, wants to be like up on the counter, wants to be in the mix. And I'm like getting annoyed, like, go do what your brother's doing. Like, go play for a minute. Let me just do what I have to do because it slows everything down. And I found myself in that this morning 
And I, and I thought back to like little Monica and thinking, what would she have needed? Like, is that where this begins? You know, I'm not going to listen to your needs. I'm not going to listen to my own needs or I'm skipping over this developmental stage. Go be more like your sister. Like, even though you need hugs right now and attention, go play because that's what your sister is doing. And that is perceived as the better thing or the more acceptable thing or the more lovable thing in that moment because it takes some of the pressure off of mom, you know? And so I'm just being super conscious of that now. And if I'm how I am parenting, because I want, I'm, I'm pretty much like reparenting myself in a way that will help make sure that my kids are their most authentic self and not constantly living in comparison or being compared to somebody else, that it's okay to be them. It's okay to be emotional or to want to hug mom or to be clingy or to do whatever. They don't have to be like, you know, he doesn't, like Cam doesn't have to be like Clayton. Like Clayton doesn't have to be like Cameron. And as I'm saying it out loud, I'm realizing that I am doing that. Like in terms of like even eating meals, like your brother just finished his dinner like you have to, you know, finish your dinner, you know, good boys finish their dinner, like not in those words, but it's already playing out subconsciously without me realizing it. And so this is a big moment for me. And I guess I'm sharing it with you guys live, like as I'm working through it, but I'm going to be way more conscious of comments like that because I don't want my son, either of them, or this third one in my stomach to look back when they're 36 and think, man, I was just trying to be like my brother and never was really me. Um, I don't want that for my kids. And I love my parents. And they this is nothing, this is not a knock on them because I think this kind of stuff that just how we're raised, and it's also it motivates children and stuff like that. But it just like you know, I'm just being super conscious of it now after reflecting back. So that's my emotional rant for the day. Let me know what you think. If you resonate with this at all, I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear from you. So reach out to me. And I'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confidence Council podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure you click the follow button so that you're notified every time a new episode drops. If you want more content between episodes, check out the show's Instagram account and website, which will be linked in the show notes for you below. If you're walking away from today's episode feeling more confident or empowered in some way, please share it with a friend or share it on social media so that others can benefit from it too. Thank you again, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now.